Hey everyone, welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Season 7, Episode 8, Ex Machina. We'll be breaking down the episode and talking about some pretty exciting developments in Tina's personal life after the break. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Oh, that was good. That was a really good transition, Andrew, out of the like... After Buzz, like, Insuka Insuka into the, like, Bob Burgers, like, clunky, cute, family comedy theme song. It just felt right. It did, yeah. It was was a very natural transition. I I really, uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Hey, guys. Welcome to the Bob's Burgers After Show here on After Buzz TV. Uh, If you guys are uh, watching on YouTube Live right now, kudos to you. It is 11 o'clock p.m. uh, Pacific time, which I know in, like, Australia and other time zones, it's, like, a nice time of day, but it's about as late as you can get in the United States. Uh, Sleep is for the week. Exactly. Stay up and talk Uh, about cartoons with us. uh, But if you are uh, watching on YouTube, remember you can also uh, listen to us over on iTunes. Check us out. Subscribe. Leave us a review that we do always enjoy people uh, checking us out uh, live on the internets as well and and, or watching us after the fact so you can see our our lovely faces as well as hearing our lovely voices chat about our love of all things Bob's Burgers because we sure do love it. Check us out. Validate us. We need your attention. Yes. Uh, Normally uh, this season we will be at 8.30 p.m. uh, directly following Star Wars Rebels, which will be at 8 o'clock. Star Wars Rebels had a double episode this week, though, so we jumped to 11 o'clock. Also, Bob's Burgers, nobody ever knows when it's going to be on the air. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, we're kind of a wild card. Yeah, we're sort of we're sort of a wild card. But in the event uh, that we are happening, it'll be at eight thirty from now on. But uh, yes, Count eleven o'clock. It. We're gonna do this. It's gonna it's gonna be it's great. Gonna happen. Yep, yep. Andrew and I both worked a full day, and yep. now here and here, here we, we are. are. Here we are. Ready and full of boss. Yes, uh, Alexis. Uh, again, it's a very late time. Uh, she had to be at work very very early tomorrow morning, so uh, she is uh, not with us this evening. But of course, she can always be followed everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> She's not with us she unfortunately passed away um that did not happen no she didn't no she did not pass away she's just temporarily just when someone says they're not with us it always sounds like they passed away uh no she is just sleeping comfortably in her sleeping that eternal sleep no death no she's not it's just like eight hours of sleep probably hopefully if she's lucky eight hours i know i don't really function very well with less than eight hours uh but we've got andrew mena in the studio what (laughs) can we get no all right Uh, hey guys i'm andrew mena what's the word on the streets you can't answer me but uh, you can find me on twitter at uh, at andrew mena so go ahead and reach me if you feel like it yes and i'm emma fife i can be found all over the internet wherever emma fifes are sold at my name uh, I, I just want to own an Emma Fife one day so I can be like, where'd, where'd you get that? Internet. <laughs> the internet, obviously. <laughs> At Emma Fife. Yeah, Duh. I don't know. I started saying that a long time. Like, I said that I'd probably on, like, the face-off after show, which was, like, the first show I ever did at AfterBuzz, and it just kind of stuck, so I just say it all the time. I like that show, but I'm sad that show isn't about the movie Face Off. It is not. That would be amazing if it was just now, like, 11 seasons. They've got, like, a lethal weapon show. Why not a Face Off show? that's true. Starring Nick Cage and Mm -hmm. John Travolta. Absolutely. Reprising their roles. Yes. If you haven't seen that movie, watch that movie. Pause this. Watch that movie. (laughs) Come back. And talk to us about Face Off. And talk to us about Face Off. Uh, But let's talk about uh, Bob's Burgers. Right. This episode was this great sort of extended metaphor for, Uh. like, 
building relationships on the internet. To, that's the way I interpreted no, it. No, I think anyway. you're totally right. It, very astute. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it was it was that, and mm-hmm. it was also like I got. Obviously from Zeke, but it was right. just these like Terminatory overtones of yes! like yes, oh my god, I love like, Zeke's Terminator robot or almost yeah, it was great. Yeah, but I mean, but sort of at the crux of it, you had you know the story of Tina. So Tina, basically, the eighth graders are having this big uh, like beach barbecue. And Tina, in hopes of impressing her fellow classmates, specifically Jimmy Jr., she buys platform beach espadrilles. Where's those pumps? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she cannot walk in them. And so she ends up, like, stumbling and spraining her ankle. Uh, And that results in her, in Mr. Frond, the guidance counselor, basically roping her into this robotics testing program mm-hmm. which i when i heard robotics testing like the what it ended up being is not what i thought it was going to be no, at all me neither i thought it was almost like going to be a cybernetics thing yeah. where they're like all right tina we're making you stronger here's your robot leg you know yeah that's i i totally thought that that's where this episode was going like i thought she was going to get all kind of in all kinds of enhancements, enhancements and stuff yeah. and it was going to be more almost like the Tina Witch episode where she like starts practicing spells and gets really confident and then yeah. you know like she with all of her upgrades she's like yeah I'm better now and then she'd start to get kind of self conscious yeah, about it yeah they kind of really missed an opportunity to do like a RoboCop thing yeah with this yeah and make Tina RoboCop but. but but that being said I ended up really liking yes. where it went with her basically being an iPad on wheels. It was, yeah, it was so interesting because it was so limited. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was literally an iPad yeah. on wheels. And I thought that the things, especially the, what, the, what they did with the uh, the security guard. And yes. Stuff, it was fun. Really fun. Yeah, it was really fun. And I, I, I mean, you know, talk about ultimately at the end of the episode, the three storylines coming together in a super satisfying way. They dovetail good. Because you, you do have that that B story. I, I, would, I would call... Uh, Gene and Louise's storyline, the B storyline, they had a little bit more to do than Bob with his banjo. Yeah, Bob is the C story. Definitely, definitely. But uh, Bob's banjo, let me say, I would watch a whole episode. I know. I loved Bob and his banjo. And he was good at playing the banjo, he too. Good. Yeah, it was, he was not terrible at all. Yeah, um, yeah and, and I always love episodes. This is his first day, right? Yeah, Everyone exactly. was so... Like, Come on, yeah. Teddy. Yeah. Anyway. I, I also love any episode where Bob, like gets obsessed with something weird because I mean we've talked about on the show before that like Bob really is just as weird as the rest of his family but ostensibly he tries to keep it together yes the most whereas the rest of the family just constantly embraces their strangeness in like a way where they're like not self-aware at all I love what he gets weird about like he got weird yeah. about banjo the 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 other the other banjo right which right. is the, the like western movies yes where he has like a, she shoots a banjo or shoots out of a banjo yeah uh, he gets really weird about the the samurai yeah, movies yeah the chicken yeah uh, hawk and chick, hawk and chick. Hawk and yeah. And so now he's getting weird about like a, a musical instrument banjo, right? And so it's just yeah, it's it's all so daddy, yeah, you know, which is so great. It like yeah. plays, yeah, it plays so perfectly into who Bob is, which is just this like oh, it's kind of cool. And, and I then, thought that Bob and Linda in this episode were like at their most sort of like pure precious parents. Yes, and. Oh my god, that scene in the bedroom where oh, I he know. just keeps trying to play the banjo. It's so good. Like, Bob seriously. I, and the three I beats swear on to that. God, and Bob. I saw and, and so good. it was it was great because it was like they were in bed 
and he's got the banjo out and the lights are on and she's like okay Bob let's get no it's time to go to sleep yeah. and then he waits like two seconds and starts to play the banjo again <laughs> I waited and then he waits he gets... just that one second longer yeah. and just gets the ones from it and she's like really it was just, it was a very very executed three beat joke yeah. uh, that was just so delightful super um, and just and everything that they did you know sort of in in Tina's storyline which you know the crux of it was again as i say it's like it was sort of a an allegory for like building relationships on the internet and yeah. not not um specifically um it doesn't even have to specifically be romantic relationships but it was kind of cuz basically you know when tina was just the screen of her face uh, cuz she's sitting in her bedroom basically you know piloting this robot with a joystick from right. home that once she and Jimmy Jr. had that barrier in between them, she starts off the episode asking him to go with her to the to bonfire the, yeah. as a date. I mean, not in quite and so certain terms. He but... basically says no by saying nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, she he basically, like, gets in a fight with his dad, and he hides in the AV closet where the janitor has put her mm-hmm. because he can't... He has headphones in, and so he can't yeah. hear her protest. Hear her, yeah, her cries of, I'm not a, I'm not an AV unit. Yeah, yeah. And, and so then they they end up connecting in the, in the AV closet. Yeah. You know, and so it's like Jimmy Jr. is able to be, like, way more honest with her than we've really seen yeah. him as a character for the most part. I mean, like, we've seen lots of shades of Jimmy Jr., like, certainly being a more feeling, compassionate person than his dad. Yes. But this was the first time where he was, like, really open with Tina. Yeah. And it kind of just illustrates to me, I think, the positive side of... because. The thing is, is with the anonymity of the internet, there's a lot of bad stuff that comes out of that. You know, there's a lot of people that take that as an open invitation to just be Be super, yeah, to be garbage people uh, and be super mean and say things, you know, in, in comments or chat rooms or whatever that like you would never say to somebody's face. Right. But there's the other side of that, which is the positive part of like, I feel like this is a safe space for me to say whatever I want. Yeah. yeah. I love that. The first thing that like when he starts feeling that way, he's like, Oh, you know how you can just say whatever you want to like a telemarketer. And, and then and I think yeah. maybe, maybe Tina, says, Tina that. says that to him. And then he goes, I've done that. Yeah. He's just like, Oh yeah. You just bury your soul. Cause you're like, I'm never like, you know, for whatever reason, like, yeah. for that instance, it's like, oh, I'm never going to speak to this person again. Right. And I guess for them, it's just like, Oh, you know, like, they're not. They're not like physically here. I'm. I'm safe. I'm alone. Yeah. It's screen time, like they said. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it is fascinating. Like, and I think that there was a great, great line when Linda's like, uh, you know, uh, this happened. This happened to me. And Tina's like, really? She's like, no, honey. This is the first time. <laughs> this is happening to anybody. Yes. Which is great. It probably is. Right. It's right. Like well, a very it, specific, unique. Well, because again, yeah. it is. It's it's Bob's Burgers taking what is actually a very normal thing, which is forming friendships or sometimes relationships over 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 a the, screen, over a screen. Yeah. um and but taking it to that absurd level yeah. of like Tina is physically like yeah. manifested in this screen when he physically kissed the screen oh i was my like God. why and, uh, I mean, I know why her comedy, right, but right. I was like, why Jimmy Dooney? Yeah, Come on, yeah, man. I agree. Yeah, it was an interesting moment. <laughs> yeah, for comedy's sake. For comedy. It was great. Yes. It was great. And yeah. and uh, 
from the point of view of the plot, it was important too because that was like the breaking point right. for Tina where she was like, this is ridiculous. I almost felt like that was a breaking point to be like, all right, if I don't, why would I be, want to be with this dude who's kissing screens? I sort of agree with you on that, like, but I don't know. It's Tina. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been she, chasing that white whale a long time. It's so time. true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah, I didn't know where this, I because I, I did, I do agree with you that I thought <laughs> part of it was going to have her be like, Jimmy okay. Jr., this is ridiculous. Yeah, I was hoping a little bit that he would he would kiss the screen and she'd be like, okay. And then just, like, close the laptop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to... Who wants to play a game? We're going <laughs> like, to move on. We're going to do something yeah. else now. Yeah. This, is, this is enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean... But I didn't, like, hate where it ended no, up No, I think the ending was perfect. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. I love that both the parents think that Mr. Frond is a great dancer. That was hilarious. Like, what? He's yeah. just, like, doing the monkey or something. He's, like, really yeah. hard. Well, the scene of all of them just, like, gathered around the laptop yeah. in Tina's room. Like, with, Bob comes in with, like, popcorn, and they're just, like, watching this weird... Uh, performance art unfold. Oh, yeah. And I loved it. It's just like all of these kids and Mr. Front. Mm. Yeah. Just like, you know. Yeah. Well, that was his big mark was he was the eighth grade uh, beach bonfire chaperone. That's right. But he was hoping to make a bigger mark because of bringing robotics into Wagstaff Elementary. Yeah. Which he did. I don't know that he made. I I don't know if it made the splash he intended. I don't know. I don't know. Let's hope. Yeah, let's absolutely. Hope, let's hope for him. Yes. And uh and and again, like just talking about sort of how all the, the storylines converged so nicely at the end. They it's did. like Jean and uh Louise, of course, oh, their the robot ending was so good. They're uh with the guards. Yeah. Oh, so basically the you know, as to be expected, Tina has control of this robot that has to stay at the school. So Jean and Louise want to explore the school at nighttime via this robot and just mm-hmm. cause pranks and yeah. trouble. Uh, Rearrange the desks to say mm-hmm, fart. Mm-hmm, yeah, a bunch of good stuff. Exactly. So fill a whole room with basketballs, mm-hmm. get peanut butter cookies, put in their lockers. Absolutely. Uh, and I did love that, you know, they asked Tina, <coughs> and Tina, like, did not give in to their peer pressure at all. She's like, no, you know what? The the robot, uh, it, it really can only be controlled by me. So, no, you can't do it. And then them sneaking in and, and Louise being like, I can't believe, I'm kind of embarrassed we even asked Tina. Yeah, yeah. Why did we even do that? Because they know, yeah, she's she's she kind of, just a little bit of a square. She was always going to say no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, their their antics with the security guard in the school at <sighs> night were amazing. First they're the boss, and then the leaving is so serious. Like, you know, I've got to make my own way. I've got to get out there. Maybe I should just start going as far as my charge will take me. It was just so, it was so good. He's like, whoa, this is heavy. Like, maybe let me do this for you. Let me open the door. Would, yeah. you, would you do that? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it was so great. Well, and just the, the like quick thinking on their part when they like encounter the security guard and they basically put like what looks more or less like a, you know, just sort of generic robot uh, toy up to the camera. Up to the camera. So it has a robot face. That was and, really good. Yeah. And then yeah. they use like the megaphone to alter their voice to sound like a robot. Robotic. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And the relationship that they end up forming with the security guard, which is like really kind of cute in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously they're using him to help them get into yeah. minor trouble, but and then he him, ends up being a really cute part of that. It does, yeah. No, and totally then we, exactly. And then when he confronts them and is like, "I talked to the boss, and there is no robot security, like whatever." Because <laughs> yeah, I got laid off. Yeah, it was so good. And he's like, oh, "Oh," and he's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm sorry." Yes. So yeah, I'm a 
robot that's outlived its, its usefulness. <clears throat> yeah. thing in the world. And they just set him free. And, so they, and so that Tina is able to go to the beach as the robot because basically, like, Jimmy Jr., again, like, a gr- like they... It was about connecting with that barrier, and so he was like, oh, I want... To, I, I need you to come, you know, to the beach with me so I can perform my musoms, which is... A combination of music a and poems. poem, yeah. yeah. Yep. Is yep. that a song? It's no, it's, it's not, not a song. song. Okay. Well, I loved Tammy and Jocelyn's oh. reaction, too, when he started doing it, and they're like, oh, oh, oh that's, not, that's a not a song. No, that's not a song. Yeah. I also thought maybe, like, that Tina would have been disappointed because, like, Jimmy Jr.'s museums were so bad. She was very doting on him about yeah. that. She was like... You go, baby. Do your museums. Maybe not too many, though. Mm-hmm. Leave them wanting more. I thought yeah. it was really cute. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. liked the way it resolved. But yeah, I, but again, it was one of those moments where, like, because she is so, like, sensitive and in tune with stuff and very creative. And, like, Jimmy Jr. just clearly isn't as much. Yeah. He's trying to tap into that uh, mm-hmm. emotional reservoir is, in there. He is, yeah, he is. Yeah, but, but, you know, his dad represses it, whereas, yeah. like, Bob's like, nah. Speech therapy. You need dance therapy. Oh, uh, that's so cute. Yes. Yeah, he is painfully cute in this episode. Yeah, like, he was really pretty adorable. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. Um, what I love that he asked, you know, what's your island dance? Like, Oh, what, yeah, your what, desert island you dance. Know, what is oh. your dance that you would take with you to a desert island if it's that's the only gotta be what it means. dance that you can do over and over again? His would be that rush. Russian one, right. where you're down low to the ground. You're, uh, uh, uh. Right, right. Yeah. What would yours be? What would mine be? Yeah. Oh gosh, um, <clears throat> mine would probably be the the, the wavy thing. Ah. I, like, I like that. Okay. For okay. those of you listening, you should watch. Uh, you should just watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The For me, it would be specifically the interpretive dance that you do during the musical interlude break in, um, uh, in Total o- Eclipse of the Heart. Oh, okay. Got you it. Know? Yeah. During that long musical interlude wow. when you're doing karaoke and you're like, what do I do? Interpretive dance. Yeah, and you just kind of go for it's it. It's very freeing. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I highly recommend it. All right. You got to post a link to that or something. Because, <laughs> I will. Yeah. yeah great. Because I did my dance. Right. So. Yeah. I would need. Uh, yeah. It's, it's I will. I'll, I'll post a link to that yeah, for great. sure. It's, great. It's, Check it it's out. It's a thing. It's great. <laughs> All you night owls out there. Yes. It's this Astro Buzz exclusive. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Are we? Beep, beep, beep. No. All right. Apparently that's not the sound effect that we have. Nope. Uh, or not, I'm, pre- I'm pretending not like I re- in any way rehearsed this this sound effect. It's yeah, not, it's not. Um, it's doing a bit. But yeah, so exactly, and 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 they managed to you know get the robot to the beach, and then I and again like I loved that the scene of all of them like watching her interact with the teenagers like on the beach via the screen, and I loved Gene's reaction to where he's like. This is the worst episode of the OC ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then, you know, ultimately when they did all end up going with her physically to the beach, that's when, like, Bob's story ended up tying in. Paying off. Because he kept, lo- he kept looking for a banjo moment. Mm-hmm. And then he finally found it. Mm-hmm. There on the beach, mm-hmm. so happy and for during the museums. Yeah, and it, they kind of accentuated them for a, a nice little. They like, did. I mean, seconds. I I found them to be much more uh, exciting, very effective. Yeah, yeah. very very effective. I yeah, yeah. I did like uh, when Tina initially showed up as the robot, and their reaction was, "Oh, no motorized vehicles on the beach." Because a lot of Zeke's storyline, like uh, despite the Terminator overtones, which yeah. obviously were present as well, it did have to do with like, "Nah, man, like we got to 
you got to spend time connecting with people in person it's, and not on true. screens. So there was like a really positive part of Zeke's story as well, and it wasn't just robot paranoia. Yeah, but I will say it ended with him being like, "Hey, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna throw you in the ocean. <laughs> know, yes. Gotta throw you in the ocean." It's so good. Uh, but I liked uh, when um, Tammy and Jocelyn, yeah, they were like, "Oh, there's no motorized vehicles on the beach," and Louise was like, "It also says no, no trash, trash on, on the, the beach. beach." Oh, it does. It does say that. <laughs> oh my gosh! And when they were talking about uh, initially when. Jimmy Jr. started like eating lunch and stuff with Robot Tina. Yeah. When they were like, ah, maybe she's using AI on him. Oh my God. As if. Yeah. As, as if. if. <laughs> and, and Zeke's like, man, y'all are making me feel real smart right yep. now. Oh, gosh. That whole, they're just such a <clears throat> peanut gallery. It's so funny. Yeah. They're a great team of like, yeah, bumbly villains. Mm-hmm. It works really mm-hmm. well. It really does. And I, like slowly, like Zeke is becoming my, one of my favorite characters. Dude, he's such a wild card. I enjoy him so much. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like he did kind of start off. I mean, obviously, like he was built to be the kind of dumb bully archetype, but he's shown that like he really has so much more depth. Gosh, the episode where yeah, sorry <clears throat> to tangent a second, no. but the episode where Zeke. Um, where where Bob is a substitute teacher for the home ec class, oh, yeah. and Zeke is the star pupil of the, and he like becomes the chef of exactly. the little baby restaurant. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, what we need," and he's just like doing it all on the fly. Yeah. He's never taken any. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, so he's, he's great. got all that potential. But he also uh, that uh, there's the other episode where he's the mad pooper and he poops all over the school. That's true. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's a really mixed bag. Yeah, you never know with Zeke. You that know? kid. That kid. But I thought it was very in character for him to be uh, paranoid about robots. Absolutely. Uh, and, yeah, I mean. It was fun because he was so calm about it. He was, yeah. He was like, yeah, just, it was just, <laughs> just nothing, 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 nothing personal. I just don't trust bots. Yeah. Yep. It's great. Yeah, that was good. A uh, couple of uh, burgers of the day that I uh, managed mm. to notice and write down. Uh, I have a video killed the Radicchio star. Uh, and also, if you got it, croissant it. <laughs> I didn't see that one. That one's mm-hmm. great. If you got it, croissant There was another it. one in the background on, on one of them, and all I could see was something about cheese. Uh, but it was cut off in such a way. No I, I would love to see like a script for Bob's Burgers because I feel like they probably print in there like this is what's going to be the burger yeah, of the day in the background. Just in the like description of the what's in the scene. Yeah, because there's so much like attention put into what's on the board. There's a lot of detail in the world. Like yeah. when we were watching, we were just watching the intro yeah. to get the uh, the thing on the van. Yes. And we saw in the reflection of the window of the van yes. that pulls up in yes. front of the restaurant, Which you was, can see uh, Jimmy Pesto. Yes, A Million Ways to Die as a Pest. Uh, uh, extermination, pest extermination. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was crazy. I, I had never noticed that before. I'm guessing that's probably consistent Throughout, and it's just a little detail that I'm I super curious because I also noticed. feel like they they keep updating the intro. Mm-hmm. It gets like a little more detailed every time. Yeah. So I gotta look. I gotta look. But yeah, you could see his reflection in the window because yeah, he'd be standing outside of his shop across the street yeah, and constantly theory. staring at Bob. Yep. Just yep. judging him. Just judging away. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then uh, the store next door was uh, Cindy Lopper hairstyling. <laughs> yeah. So good. Get your haircut like the goonies. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I, again, like, it, I, I loved, for me, in addition to the fact that this was just really a cute episode, I really just enjoyed how, like, they tied sort of the three wants together. It was like, Tina wanted to uh, go on a date with Jimmy Jr. Mm-hmm. Connect. Yeah, and... Uh, 
Louise and Jean wanted to cause havoc with a robot and do things with it that they were not supposed to do. Exiting exiting the school and going to the beach was definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, and Bob just, he just really he wanted, wanted a great, that he wanted a great moment. moment to play the banjo. Yeah. And Don't we all just mm-hmm. want to find a great banjo moment? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And they just all, it all convened right there on the beach at yeah. the eighth grade bonfire. It all comes together at a bonfire, you guys. Yep. Have more bonfires. That's obviously the moral of the story. Yes. Yeah. Have more bonfires. And, Invite us to and, those bonfires. Yeah, and don't be afraid to uh, take your uh, relationships beyond the screen. Yeah. Because it worked out for Tina. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And she... Uh, Kissing a screen is not a deal breaker. No, apparently not. Make out I was going to say, I actually, I do, even though, yes, <laughs> yeah. I could have seen it going the route of Tina being like, you know what? This Jimmy Jr. thing is silly, which I also would have liked. Yeah. Um... I enjoyed that she was so forgiving because, like, really, he he she's was really so, trying. Yeah, she's so sweet and doting. I, I appreciate that about her. Yeah. I will say, like, in my little heart of hearts, mm-hmm. I ship her and the, the other the Dance Academy boy. Oh, yeah. So I love Dance Academy boy. Yeah, yeah. Ben Schwartz, I think. I think that's right. Yeah. It's fantastic. So I, I ship them a little bit, but I'm I'm uh, this episode especially like gets uh, wins mm-hmm. me over a little right. bit more for Jimmy Jr. Yeah, and Jimmy Jr. He wants to dance too. He yeah. wants to take dance he's lessons. Got, he's got a song in his heart. He yeah, does. He does. So cute. And and Bob's reaction when like and Tina just goes for it. She's yeah. like, "Real kiss, let's do this. Real kiss, bring it in." Yep. He does. I'm gonna. I'm hey, Mr. Gonna... Let's go. Let's go over here. Yep. 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 Because, yep. again, you know, what uh, else you do? That, and that's what I, you know, enjoy is that, you know, Bob and Linda are like, oh, this makes us a little uncomfortable, but there, there's no, like. I'm going to let my kid live yeah. their life and I'm not going to, like, be that weird parent. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally thought that, too. Because, like, there is that, like, especially in, um, like, just American culture, that whole, like, dad-daughter mm-hmm. relationship where mm-hmm. it's like, don't you touch her near me yeah. in my eyesight. You know, and I was like, perfect. Just let her live her life, Bob. That's perfect. Yeah. And especially because, you know, Tina is somebody who does like try repeatedly to like take ownership of her body. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, she was interested in this robotics program because the code name for it was Rump. Yeah. You know, Mr. Frond was like, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, a robotic mobility pilot program, Rump. And Tina's like, Rump, I'm listening. (laughs) Yeah. And then Tina, Tina likes butts. She does like butts. Uh, and then and then to see again, as you say, like her her dad just go. You know what? I'm gonna respect what she's doing. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing intrinsically wrong or bad yeah. about this, and it was her choice anyway. It's also kind of funny because I saw some of his like in, internal narrative is like, oh, she's kissing. I don't need to watch this. Yep. Like off I go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, because again, it was just something that was making him uncomfortable. Yeah. It wasn't wrong or bad. There was nothing abusive or non-consensual about it. It yeah. was like she and she wanted to she do wanted it. To she went. Smooch. She went for it. He reciprocated, yeah. and it's all good. It's the bonfire, Bob. <laughs> yeah, stuff happens. It's okay, true. at the it's bonfire. True. But again, I think it is just like a very good lesson in sort of like parent-child relationships, which is something that I think. Bob's Burgers does really, does well. really, really yeah, well. Over and over. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, in a way that, you know, that this, that Bob and Linda don't 
ex- they don't treat their children like property. Absolutely. They treat them like people. And yeah. They're, and, they're, and they're constantly teaching them. And I, even when they don't want to be taught by them. Especially, yes. Especially when they don't. Especially and when I, they don't. I always come back, especially when thinking about parenting, um, to the episode with um, um, Linda and Tina, or Linda and uh, Louise, mm-hmm. where Louise does not, does not in any way want to be mothered. And uh, yes. they end up doing the laser tag. Yes. And it's just like... It, it, yeah. And anyway, I could gush forever about yeah, the show, but but exactly, they do but it, family relationships. They do really, really well. well. And 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 a lot and a lot of it too is about like Bob and Linda accepting their children as individuals. Absolutely. And letting them be themselves. Yep. yep. Yeah. Even when that means that they're going to be, you know, failing or, right. or be right silly or they're going to pilot weird. their robot to a beach to yeah, go on a date. Yeah, exactly. And they, not leave their room for four days. And that was another thing was it was like, you know, Tina was getting to a point where she was like just smelling sit, weird smelling weird and in her room. And Linda and, let it happen. Yep. She's just like, okay, honey, you do you. I'm going to bring you food and stuff. Just, yep. uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't. Just right. throwing it yep. out there. Just yep. throwing it out there in auction. Yep. Okay. I'm I'll just going to suggest this, but mm-hmm. I'm ultimately going to let it be your decision. It's the yeah. It's the ultimate parenting. Yeah. It's she, great. It's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to uh, talk about before we uh, wrap this oh, up? Oh, just a, a couple lines that that, mm-hmm. that we we threw out there that I thought were wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, sweet resume candy. Boom. Yes. I like I like that term. Going to use that. Yep. Uh, uh, ethnic Steve Martin is uh, is Perfect. what Teddy said. Bob looked like. I mm-hmm, love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, Tina Shush was a really great moment when they were doing the lo- the intense like robot uh, walking away scene mm-hmm, with the, the mm-hmm. guy. And uh, I am email. Yes. <laughs> Do you have email? I am email. That was amazing. Like, was so good. I imagined I imagined her saying it like Batman. But, yes. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the first scene where they were testing out the robot and uh, Mr. Frond was like, Oh man, I'm I'm sorry we couldn't get a smarter kid like, yeah. to hurt themselves. I, we can hear you. Yeah, and yeah. ultimately Bob being like, Yeah, there are microphones. That's that how, how they microphones work. work. <laughs> yeah. Uh Bob stating the obvious. Always wow. a always a great, great time. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. Good episode. Show consistently is great, and uh, I'm excited to see what other uh, storylines we get this season. As am I, Emma. As am I. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up here for the Bob's Burgers After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, Andrew, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on the internet at www.andrewmanacomedy.com or just do the Twitter thing at Andrew Mena. That's probably a lot easier and faster. And I am Emma Fife on Twitter, on Instagram. That Those are the best places to but- find me. Wherever Emma Fife's Yeah, wherever are sold. Emma Fife's are sold, you, you can find me, uh, Emma Fife, E M M A F Y F F E. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I tweet about all the stuff I'm doing, doing a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, still doing a real fun after show for uh, the fantastic figure skating uh, anime series, Yuri on Ice. Uh, we stream live at uh, 7 o'clock p.m. on Monday, so tomorrow we're going to be talking about episodes 7 and 8. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Uh, also, uh, Star Wars Rebels is back. Normally, we will be right after them, so that'll be at 8 o'clock p.m and we will be at 8.30 p.m. But I don't know if we're going to be on next week. I looked on the internet a little. I couldn't quite find an answer. We'll find out together. looked a little harder, so we'll all learn together. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. We'll let you know if we'll be here next week. Uh, and if not, we'll, uh, we'll see you probably the week after that. Bye. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.